Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Magnificence Lab. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with our host, Sue Paulson. Hi, Sue. Chris, great to see you again. Yes, you look magnificent today. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, you do too. And so aren't we both so magnificent together? <laughs> <laughs> we are. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I like this topic today, the the, cha- the challenge of transition. I, I, I'm curious what sparked that for you, um, what thoughts come up for you about it, but it's, I feel it's like an important topic. So let's oh, absolutely. see where it goes. Well, isn't it interesting there are days when we when we focus on wanting something really really badly so when i was first introduced to the the notion of magnificence i just thought oh what a cool idea mm. and and i thought all right let's bring it on well this last couple of weeks i've discovered that it's a lot harder to just bring it on than i thought it was going to be yes. <laughs> you know, there's, there's that that if you think of going on the grandest vacation you ever wanted to go on, and and the idea of it is marvelous, but the actual reality of the step-by-step process to make that happen mm. can be a little daunting. And so it reminded me of this consultant that wrote a, uh, a piece called... Um, he wrote a piece on transition and he was talking about the fact that change William Bridges, the change happens very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and in from one moment to the next, you can go from, from uh, gainfully employed to out of work, mm-hmm. or, you know, you can go from, from having worked for 25 years and now you're retired. So that, that can happen within a 24 hour period. Do you adjust to that rea- new reality that quickly? Ah, uh, no. At right. least, <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't found that to be the case. That that it takes, and Bridges talks about the 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 transition phases that that the brain goes through to begin to make sense of it all, to begin to kind of try it on, and so on. And it's not unlike the, the stages of grief. You know, there's this this um, denial at first, and oh no no no, I'm I. I life is going to carry on just like it was before <laughs> and mm. of course it doesn't mm. and so and 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 the i guess the bigger the challenge the stronger and maybe it's a big adversity that happens all of a sudden and and so to to begin to embrace the reality of that i think for example that that um uh being diagnosed with a uh, a big illness or winning the lottery, each is equally stressful because it's a big change. Yeah. And so, how do we how do we deal with that? How do we go through that? Yeah. How, how have I mean? You've had some. You've had things like cancer, and you've had other um, different life events where you've had transition. How how have you dealt with that? Oh wow! Uh, mostly messily. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. That's expected. I'd like to say, you know, I just breeze through it, no problem. And and well, I it didn't work that way for me. I I remember when I 2007 when I had a near death experience, and and I I tasted what heaven is like, mm. and it was so glorious. And then here I am back on planet Earth. Oh, I was mad. Mm so angry because I mean you show me this and then you make me come back here to my bills and my worries and my Uh, you know 
insignificant things that that are hard for me mm. what's that all about so so i went through this period of of um unreality where it where i i felt like i i had a foot in two two different worlds yeah. and then um there was a big period where i was just lost like i was in uh, i think bridges calls it um no man's land you know mm. where where it's kind of like a dead zone yeah. because you haven't totally let go of the old stuff you haven't embraced what the new might look like it's very chaotic and and so it it was a struggle just to survive from day to day. And of course, I I put on my game face, you know, my happy face. Oh yes, life is just fine for me. And inside, I'm just cringing. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So so it was hard. And hmm. it's the that that chaotic time, that period of of. I don't know what's next. And I, and I have finally accepted that what I've had is gone. Mm -hmm. So now what it can be not only the most challenging time and, and a little bit of a, a danger zone, I guess, because you, it could cause you to just flat out give up and, and, you know, say, okay, well, I'll find my next life in the bottle or, or wherever. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you know, that happens. Or it could be potentially, it is really the most creative time too, because, because everything is, is wide open. You're, yep. you're, you're on a blank canvas now. And yeah. so then you can paint whatever picture that you want. Well, I'm, I'm too stubborn to quit. And so, mm -hmm. so anytime I've been faced with that kind of a major life transition and I have to say there's been quite a few of them, <laughs> yeah. but I've learned, okay, well, you can get through this, yeah. but the, the only way to the other side is to get through it, you know, yeah. go through this part and see what happens next. And then it's that one foot in front of the other. And, yeah. Yeah. For those who are in that space of the wide open thing and they now maybe see something for themselves, right? Like, oh, what would be nice if I were going to design my life now that I it's wide open, I would do X, I would do this, I would do that. Um, What do you notice? Because there's a transition there too. There's a transition from oh, yeah. wide open to then implementing or structuring my life in such a way that I'm pursuing the thing I said that I wanted to do. Like what was your experience in starting to uh, transition into the things you you wanted mm. well first of all i i really had to allow myself to not only dream mm. that wouldn't it be nice if you know that that kind of blue skying kind of activity mm. where you just say in an ideal world what do i most want mm. and 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 to allow myself the desire because i realized at some point i had stopped dreaming I just said, oh, well, you know, life will give me whatever life gives me. And I was a little bit too accepting of that. And finally, I'm, I'm shaking the tree and saying, no, 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 I want more than that. <laughs> Taking notes, shaking the tree. <laughs> exactly. I'm a demand for the things I want. Yeah, exactly. And, and because we're we're powerful creators, well, if I if I was in a life that wasn't all that ideal for me, then, well, then could I just figure out what is ideal for me? Why yeah. not? Um, Why not? <clears throat> so, so it's that, that movement from 
from not really knowing and, oh, well, I don't know if I could have that and so on to say, well, what if I could? What if I'm the the one who designs that part and and through my desire, then doors start opening up. So that was the the first step, I think, was in in allowing those desires to come through and then going through and saying, well, based on where I'm at right now at this age and stage, how do I orchestrate that so that it works for me in a different way? Because as you and I have talked about before, the, the fire in the belly is different when you're 40 and 50 and 60 and 70. I mean, it, it shifts and changes. Yeah. So I, I have a different life now than I had when I was right. in my 50s. So hmm. it's it's that, um, okay, and then and then you're, you're um, constructing from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, knowing what you know now, this far into having seen something that you want, a, a life that you want to design and having been pursuing it, I'm sure life has taught you some valuable lessons along the way. Like what, what do you see now that you wish you would have seen or known when you started that journey of creating your life? Oh, golly. I, I would have, I would have started sooner to figure out how to be happy. Hmm. Because that was a, that's such a big component of it now that, that, um, because out of the happiness, out of that sense of, of, um, enjoyment of life and, and that kind of joie de vivre Mm. had come all kinds of creative juices that, that I didn't access before because it just, it just felt like a slog. And so that was one of them. And, and the other thing that I've begun to learn is that I'm I can be far more satisfied because I'm not doing it alone anymore. That that I've I've been able to attract other people in my life who are on a similar path and and they want to go there too. So we talk about it and and we I call it solving the world's problems. And really we're just <laughs> We're just going through, okay, this is what I'm struggling with this week. Or, or hey, I heard the greatest piece mm. of, of information that could support us in doing this. And so that sharing is mm. so, I mean, they, you know that old saying about, well, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, it takes a village to raise all of us. Yeah, yeah right. I like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so mm. the bigger the village and the more support that I can get, then that just makes it that much easier for me to achieve my heart's desire. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about the energy or momentum camaraderie that happens in doing something together. I I know for myself, I spent a lot of time doing things alone, uh, which is weird because I'm a people person. I love people. Yeah. Um, I just think whether it was, I I doubted myself or I, um, I had some big ideas that I didn't, weren't polished enough yet. So I didn't share them with others. Cause I'm like, let me go to my workshop and tinker on this stuff some more, but it's been very refreshing to be with other big thinkers who um, are on a similar path and have the kind of questions that I have so that we can solve the world's problem. You know, we're all sitting there thinking about the same problems in the world. And yeah. what would that look like? How would we do that? That's an interesting thought you had, you know, that in- inspired me to think about it a different way. And I think that's really I think it's really important. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to tell myself what to do different, 
you know, way back when I'd just be like, find those who are on a similar path that you resonate with that have similar values and similar ideas as you and, and meet often and talk about those things. Cause it really develops, not only develops the ideas, which may or may not happen, but it, it makes my experience of living better, right? Like I would imagine the heaven on earth thing is a part of that, you know, like, Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and I think the other part of it is, is if, if you look at the, the circle of people that you usually connect with, whether it's family and lifetime friends and so on, they may not be the people who will help you get to, to your yep. next best level to get to your heaven on earth yep. because, and, and so, and I know for me, I went it alone for lots of years because I didn't think we were on the same wavelength, which we weren't. Yeah, and, right. and so I thought, well, I, I don't know who else is out there like me. And so I guess I'll just have to go it alone. You know, if I mention this to, cause I'd seen enough of it, I'd mentioned, I get all excited and fired up about this idea and I'd yeah. mention it to a few in my circle and they're going, Oh, Sue, why would you do that? Yep. <laughs> so right away I'm, Oh, well, I guess if I'm going to do this, then, then I'm going, going it alone. Yeah, well, right. that it's, it's not necessary. Yeah. Well, but no one, no one likes to feel ostracized. Someone likes to feel like the outsider. So we tend, I mean, if you are the kind of person that has thoughts that are divergent or um, ahead of the curve or different from most yeah. of your friends and family, uh, you know, uh, which describes me. I'm sure it describes mm -hmm. you. Like it does. Yeah. I just didn't share. I got really good at fitting in and then resenting the, 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 the company that I was keeping. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I could be myself or share all that I wanted to share. Right. Like I couldn't have the kind of conversations I wanted to have. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. but I just didn't know where to find them. And I think, I mean, that might be an interesting piece of this conversation too, is how do you identify or find the kind of people who would have the same kind of conversations you would want to have. How did you go get beyond your friends and family to find the ones who, you know, fired you up? Well, I think it, it, part of it was getting involved in activities that I wanted to get involved in. So whether it was a, a workshop that drew me and, and, uh, you know, you and I share a, uh, an interest in in the whole spiritual nature of life and that yeah. and what's that all about what's the big wide universe all about well then i would i would be participating in some kind of a workshop or a, or a call or something where there were other people who came because for the same reason they did yeah. what were so then wherever people band together that are like you then then that's often a good place to find them and then sometimes it's um just being courageous in in initiating a conversation about something that's mm. close to your heart but you you're not too sure if this yeah. other person is going to be open to that well you put out a few little feelers yeah and then they're they're responding and if they respond in like measure then you go oh okay we, yeah there's a connection here and do so you have some favorite that. feelers that you put out, like certain kinds of questions or how do you, what kind of feelers have worked for you to see if someone's on a similar wavelength? Sometimes it's, sometimes it's a flat out confession. If yeah, I don't nice. know someone that well, 
I, I can recall having a conversation with someone I didn't know that well, and she wanted me to, to kind of co-host a group. And, and, and it tended to be a group that, that um, whose, whose um, religious beliefs and values were very different from mine. Mm -hmm. And, and so I said, look, I, I got to confess something before I give you a yes or no, here's where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. And then I just put it out there knowing that it was either going to be acceptable to her or, or it wasn't. Mm. And, and, and I would much to my delight, she was, yeah, actually, that's where I'm coming from. And I, oh, okay, nice. cool. And, but if I hadn't been brave enough to just mm. say, uh, yeah. this is, this is so, and I guess the other <clears throat> way you could do it, and I've done before is, is, well, I've been exploring the idea of, Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. And and then as a, but of course what what needs to happen is you need to get out of the everyday conversation mode. Yeah. You know, not talk about the weather. Not talk about yeah people. Talk about ideas. Talk about things that matter to you. Mm -hmm. And That's and funny. whether it's a frustration or a, or a, mm -hmm. uh, whatever, then. <laughs> And, and of course, the people who don't want to have a meaningful conversation, I've watched them. They just kind of back away, back away, back away. Yeah. A little too deep for them. That's fine. Yeah. No problem. Right. <laughs> Next. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that I love that. Um, the oh, I think I'm pretty active on social media. So when people will interact with my posts, I'll interact with them back. But I don't, I, you know, it's I have to remember Right. If somebody liked a post or commented on a post, I have to remember to this is a human being that I could ask to have a Zoom meet, meeting like most of my contacts are not local where I live. So but, but the, the the point is the same that it requires thinking one extra step like there might be a conversation we could have a shared a common ground here. And it's up to me to sort of put the feelers out, as you described it. Right. To say, absolutely, I yeah. really like what you had to say. I'd love to hear more about your ideas. Would you jump on a Zoom? Or if they're in person, would you like to have coffee? I'd love to hear more about how you are seeing the world and what you're, what are you reading right? Uh, what are you reading right now? What, what, uh, what's your vision? What goals do you have? Um, you know, some of those are, are good ones for me. I, I always feel like. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it gets more to the, the heart of the matter for each person. And, and yeah. there's typically a mutual sharing going on for sure. And usually if somebody is responsive to a question, like, I'd love to hear more about your vision. I, I pretty much know already that they're going to be uh, a, a closer fit than not. Like that's a unique person in the world who has a vision for something and is willing to talk about it. Other people, like you said, start to back away. What's your vision? I, I don't want to talk about vision. I don't know what my, you know? Yeah. So I think that can be really healthy too. When you're talking about the challenge of transition, finding the right people to walk through that transition. Oh yes, you know yeah. can be really, can be really, and being proactive in in having those conversations with them because the reality is most other people aren't gonna aren't gonna initiate with you. No. You're gonna have to initiate with them. I mean, that's just how that's mostly gonna go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's 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 rare uh, for other people to to go out for the things that you're interested in typically. Yeah. And, and yeah. so, so you, you need to be the conversation starter in your own yeah. desire to meet them. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean they won't have something to say about it, but that 
They just won't initiate it because we're all of us have gotten very used to blending in. (laughs) Isn't that right? (laughs) And say, okay, how how many minutes of chit chat can I (laughs) do I have to engage in in order to get to the yeah (laughs) right yes (laughs) yes or if it never gets there I'm like I'm like I I gotta wash my cat I I gotta (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) I gotta do something (laughs) I gotta go. Yeah. See you around. See you around. That's good. No, I like that. I, I don't think I'd connected the dots on um your near death experience and maybe this vision or idea of heaven on earth. That I mean that you got to really see it like a feel it experience like this uh, wow, this is incredible. And then come back to this lived experience, <laughs> this physical plane, and then be like, ah crap. Well, now that I'm here, I might as well make the most of it. How could I try to recreate something <laughs> that feels like heaven here while I'm living out this life, you know? Oh, oh, exactly. And, and um, it, it's so interesting to, to look at that and say, well, I don't know when I'm going to go back there. And so, and it might mm-hmm. be a long time. So, so why can't I have heaven right here, right now? What, yeah. what would that look like? And, yeah. and so the, to me, it's been a worthy quest. Yeah. So, you know, part of that. And, and it is a transition for sure, because at each juncture, when I think I've made yeah. you know three strides forward, every now and again, I'm two strides back, <laughs> but I'm still right. moving forward. Well, there's so many, there, there are so many who are stuck in the, 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 the pain of the experience, the frustration of the experience, rather than being intentional to create the desired experience, the magnificent experience that, um, yeah, it, it just, you know, I, I think that this message of magnificence and having a lab to practice it in, like without it, without places and spaces like this, it's very hard to um, create something that feels like heaven on earth on yeah. your own yeah. because there's not a lot of agreement in the world for it. Everybody else is dealing with their crap too. So, right, there's... yeah. But when, when I'm dealing with my crap and you're dealing with, with your crap and, and together we're, we're having a bigger conversation than our crap, <laughs> Do you know, like that there is something so more good. inspiring here to engage over. Well, now, now I think we could actually get to, to magnificence and heaven on earth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. And, and, and at some point we, we turn that crap into fertilizer. <laughs> it just helps us grow. <laughs> That's perfect. Yes, of course. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Very good. I love that. Wow. Well, I'm so glad that you're um, holding the space for this conversation of magnificence and heaven on earth and, um, and inviting people um, who uh, really want to be a part of others um, playing with that idea, you know, like, how do we do that? What does this look like for me? What does this look like collectively as a, as a community or as an, as a nation or a world? That's absolutely. And and it, it starts with, you know, it starts with one. Yeah. And 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 each person builds and then you find somebody else who's like minded and somebody else who's like minded. Well, pretty soon you have this little momentum going forward that, that turns into a big momentum. And yeah. and pretty soon heaven on earth is a well, yes, of course, we want heaven on earth instead of when I yeah. heaven on earth. Hmm, what? <laughs> Uh-huh. what <laughs> yeah right i yeah. thought it was a slowly worm <laughs> yeah that's great 
Yeah, I mean, that can be pretty confronting to start. I mean, the the concept sounds familiar. Magnificence, that's cool. Heaven on earth, that's cool. But what is that? You start going through the nuance of it. How do I actually do that? What would that actually feel like? Not the idea of it, but the practice and the application, the living of it is a whole other thing. And and a whole other transition. Like that's a transition I think that never ends because you never get there. No, no. Oh, no. There's just just the next... Yeah. Next and the next and the next after that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a continual leveling up like a, the next best version, the next best version, the next, you know, operating system release, you know, Oh, we, we just upgraded our operating system, but there's going to be another upgrade. We're (laughs) going to upgrade it again. Exactly. Right. (laughs) But it's helpful to upgrade it with others who are, who are on the same wavelength, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When we can upgrade together that (laughs) that's, that's sweet. Exactly. That's so good. Well, if people want to learn more about Magnificence Lab, Sue, where can they go? If they go to uh, magnificencelab.org, then we have a, a little invite page there, that a video you can watch that invites. And, and there's also a bunch of podcasts on there. So this yep. is, I forget how many we've done now. We've yeah. done quite a few. We're on a roll. There. Yeah, we are. So uh, feel free to check it out. And and there's an application form you can fill out if you want to learn more and we'll be in touch. So. That's perfect. Thank you. Awesome. So another great, another magnificent episode. Maybe that's how a good, a good salutation. Yes. Another magnificent episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. All right. Thanks for all that you're doing. I'll see you in the next one. Will do.